0: Um, also, can we just do a like a clap, yeah. you can do it as well, so that camera picks it up, so that okay. they don't... <laughs> I'll just do one and then you do one. Cool. Okay.
1: Um, so here we have Guada uh, from Vilnius, Lithuania, um, and she's been in Berlin since September, 2021. And she is coming out with her newest single with a music video. How do you feel? How does your writing change when switching between English or Lithuanian? Because you've released a single that was in Lithuanian, um, and then you've also released a single in English. So how do you feel like the process is for you and how does it differ?
2: So I think right when I started writing songs, it was just when I was a teenager, I guess, um, I would write songs mostly in Lithuanian. And then um, English, I first started writing some like just trying out maybe when I was 15. And I guess I always incorporated English in my songwriting. So it didn't like go from one to another kind of, only maybe when I first started. But now I always just write in both languages, both Lithuanian and both English. Mm, While I was in Lithuania, I would write more Lithuanian, naturally, because, you know, my audience would be more towards Lithuanian people. And then now since I'm in Berlin, I guess I naturally write more in English. It's just, yeah. Did
0: did you learn Lithuanian as a second language or was it spoken like in your household growing up?
2: Oh, no, no, it was my native language. Um, Yeah, English is what I learned after. (laughs) So does that really mean like that you were influenced
1: a lot by your surroundings. Like, do you feel like Berlin has also changed how you make songs like sonically, like Hmm. the vibe of your music? I think
2: that the vibe is still kind of the same, but um, I definitely learned way more um, just how I produce and maybe I just found myself a bit more because I just made way more music through the past year. Well like I don't think it influenced me that much because um, the the songs that I listen to I still listen up until this day and my taste in music didn't change that much so
0: Do you feel like you've picked up some new music from Berlin because obviously there's all the like the club scene mm-hmm. I feel like is a lot mm-hmm. bigger here than
2: well <laughs> the clubs that I went to or techno clubs, and I definitely do not do techno, but I love techno, (laughs) I love listening to it. You know, I think that uh, in general, environment does have some sort of influence uh, on you, and maybe on your creativity and music as well, but I cannot pinpoint if it actually happened, like if Berlin actually influenced me in some point, because um, I think the most influence was just maybe, the artists that I met and the collaborat- collaborations so like when we are collaborating of course we're making new sounds and yeah maybe that's the
0: only yeah I guess it's going to take a while as well because you only moved here a year ago yeah and then if you think about like the span of time it takes to get a song out and everything and written and all of that it's gonna you will have only I don't know when you started this song but you will have only been here for a I don't know, nine months or so before you started this. It might take longer. I don't know.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you also are pursuing a degree in music production right now, which is super cool because we need more girl producers. (laughs) Um, But do you think that also has had an influence? Like, is it easier to make music sound like it does in your head? Exactly, exactly. It's way
2: easier. Um, I think that... I cannot say that I knew how to produce before I came to Berlin and started studying music production. I just knew a little bit, you know, I didn't really have uh, friends from, um, like producer friends or artist friends. So I was just in my own room doing my own thing. I didn't even know if what I'm doing is the correct way to do it. So now since I came to Berlin, I learned way, way, way more and I actually started producing like a actual producer and it definitely became way way easier for me. Um, my music has developed and it's just, yeah, the process is way easier. Awesome.
0: Do you feel like previously you were a much more songwriter and now you're leaning more into production, are you still starting each song with the songwriting idea behind it and then kind of growing on that through the production and through the sound design and everything? Or is it starting to kind of flip maybe? Mm-hmm. And you're starting with melodic ideas or chords or something that you're and yeah. putting lyrics to in the other way?
2: Uh-huh. Um, I would say that I still primarily identify more with um, artist, singer-songwriter, and it's like... Uh, yeah, a music production and a producer title is just something I am still getting familiar also, with. Also, I'd,
1: I'd love to ask you a bit more about the music video process. Oh, yeah. I think that's
2: probably super fun. And so have you done a music video before for one of your songs? I have never done a music video before. And it was actually very, very nice experience. Very interesting one. Um, I don't think, yeah, when, when I first got the idea from my friend Philip like the message hi do you want to make a music video i was like i didn't i wasn't even thinking about doing a music video at this point because i don't really have a budget for it you know i don't have practice for it i don't have a team but then since the opportunity arrived i was like let's do it so we went on with it and it was amazing so many people they helped me and then i just uh, kept on you know um looking for opportunities to make it into high quality product without spending too much budget because i'm a student you know i don't have insane amount of money and <laughs> yeah it's like it was very surprising to me that it's not necessarily the key factor in making music videos
1: yeah totally like a, a budget a high budget uh for a music videos like you can make really cool stuff um, without that one. But um, were there any other than maybe budget related things, were there any challenges you faced with the creating a visual representation of that track?
2: Yeah, well, um, visual representation, maybe no, because <laughs> like the storyline and the visuals, we really planned everything to the, you know, to the T. Um, we made a storyboard, we, um, just plan out each scene and we were prepared with that but since there was there wasn't like a big team involved there were some challenges for example while we were filming at a restaurant um, there's like so many little details that you can just not see because you're so uh, at the moment at that moment I was like completely focused, oh, I need to act the scene correct. And the camera guy, he's um, focused on, oh, I need to film this correct. But then, for example, we didn't think about, oh, my coat wasn't in previous scene, and now it appears out of nowhere. You know, like the, just like the details, Mm
0: -hmm. you
2: can miss out on it. Yeah. But yeah, like, I don't know, many, many just little things, I guess, were a challenge.
0: Yeah. How much, when you were planning that, did he already come with kind of ideas for Where he was like, this is a music video I kind of want to shoot. I want to do some storyline. I want to do some performance. Um, or did he come like, I just want to do something with you Let's listen to the track and let's figure it out from there.
2: Yeah. Um, he just came with the offer and, right. and there wasn't any idea behind it at that point. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I made the storyboard. Uh, I mean, I guess it was more my vision and he was trying to just make it to the best he could right. yeah. and he just told me what would work, what wouldn't work, you know, but it was more based on, um, yeah, just what I would ultimately like it to look like.
0: Yeah, it's like dream video and then I just figure <laughs> yes. out wh- how close we can get Exactly, to that. exactly. Yeah, makes a lot of sense.
1: Cool. Yeah, it's like super awesome. Um, so you also so you put out a single your your first like official single right in february which was focus or last february um and then a really beautiful lithuanian song as well i'm gonna butcher the name <laughs> it's called carrying the sadness yes nice um in may so that was that was in may and um yeah i was just wondering like how does this new single with the video kind of like carry on your artist image like it, does it differ from your past singles or does it show like a development in your artist image in your brand
2: mm, i would say the most development is <laughs> in quality okay, <laughs> in music quality yeah um i was always into this kind of like more melancholic vibe and i guess it's still there <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I think that just uh, my skills developed and now my music is developing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but
1: it's cool that there's at least some consistency regardless of the language or, you know, there's like that melancholy, like, you know, it's it's your song. Like Mm -hmm. when you release it, it's cool that you have like that consistency even across languages or across genres or whatever.
2: Yeah. I don't really think about it that much, but I feel like um, it's just, yeah, I guess most of my songs still are in this kind of, you know, it has this kind of feel like with the emotionality, emotions, like love, whatever. So it's like, it's not that I uh, specifically try to carry some kind of message, but I guess it just naturally relates to one another.
0: Right. when you're like, when you're trying to put together a song and you're first sitting down and kind of starting songwriting on it, are you focusing on the story and the ideas you're trying to communicate first or is it more an emotion than you're like, these are the sounds I want the words to be? Does mm-hmm. that makes sense? Mm,
2: it depends. When I'm making a demo, if I just want to make a demo, you know, without like getting my heart broken or whatever, just, you know, just a demo. Then I would probably just start with melodies, productions, you know. um, Yeah, just exploring. Mm -hmm. And then, for example, the last song, When You Lie, is more personal to me and like kind of a story. (laughs) So I started writing it uh, with a story behind. And it was really all about just me trying to get that emotion out there and just it was like a form of therapy i guess for me you know so
1: i i think i really wanted to ask um in terms of like more in your songwriting process um do you always feel like you have to because you said earlier like Um, your demos like you don't have to get your heart broken before you have a demo sometimes you just want to make a demo yeah Um, do you feel like you have to live through experiences that you write that you will write about like Mm -hmm. do you have to live through it or can you kind of come up with situations that you may not have experienced yourself yeah well
2: um, the songs that I have released they are I would say they are pretty personal to me. Like, of course, there's some made-up things to just make it a little bit maybe...
0: Storytelling. Yeah, Yeah. more
2: storytelling, more impact. But um, I definitely lived through that. But many demos that I have and they're, like, not released, they are just made-up stories. And I think um, I can just kind of get into the role when songwriting. You know, you just come up with a story, you don't necessarily need to experience, have experienced it. But, um, and it can totally sound like, you know, you've been for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Do you feel like there's a different audience that you're kind of playing to in Berlin in terms of that kind of story that you're telling, where I feel like on the international audience, it's more open in terms of there's a whole variety of stuff that is really, really, there's different audiences for, but here it's more targeted, especially for performance on the singer songwriter side of things or on EDM and techno, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's a question in your mind when you're writing, where you're like, I don't know if for Berlin, this is going to be able to translate in that way?
2: Mm-hmm. I never think about the That's probably audience. good. I
0: don't know, I, same for me. I never, I yeah, remember. yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Um, I think it's important to think about the audience to an extent but yeah. it would be very easy for you to lose yourself if you're just mm-hmm. you know thinking about the listener's perspective all the time yeah. and I want well, maybe more than writing lyrics I just try to most of the time I try to make them more relatable even like mm-hmm. I try to portray my point you know but also make it relatable yeah but then in the music that I do I don't change my sound, you know, based right. on the location I'm at. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah. that makes sense. So, probably better in terms of trying to create a unique voice that's gonna stand out and not, not as consciously play to an audience and be like, this is what I need to do.
2: I think eventually the audience, like, the, it doesn't matter where you're at, um, the audience will form. <laughs> that will, yeah, the audience will find me at some point. Yeah,
1: totally. I think a lot of artists, too, would say that they make music that they would like to listen yeah. to, you
2: mm-hmm. know, right? Do you feel like that also applies to you? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I definitely like the songs that I make, but it's very, still very weird for me that I do not listen to this genre that much. You know, I mostly listen to R&B, but... Um, Yeah, but I do like my songs. (laughs) Yeah, no, of course. But I mean, like,
1: yeah, I would just... I would
2: listen to them.
1: Yeah, (laughs) of course. Yeah. It's it's really cool. I feel like, but even though you don't really have, um, like, an audience in mind, like, it's really great that you don't want to, like, just, you know, play to the gallery, like, you know, just be there for your audience. Like, do you feel like there is kind of a third person when you're writing that maybe is, like, looking in on on you like I don't, I don't know how to explain it but like I know you you said you want to make your songs more relatable but is there another layer of like wanting people to relate to it maybe that you try to add if that makes
0: sense like there's an idea of a person yeah, that you're like a this is who I want this to yeah, yeah. yeah to they're
1: also so personal which I think is really awesome so I wonder how it feels must feel really vulnerable like when you're in that writing space to know that it's going to be like yeah. pr-
2: projected in front of all these mm-hmm. people Well, when I first um, write a song, I don't necessarily think about releasing it because many songs that I've written are not released. So, like, I do think about listeners' perspective, but the listener is not necessarily, you know, you or you, you know. It's just like, oh, there's a listener. And Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think about how a specific person will perceive it, you know, it's just, okay. um, Well, and also... Um, I don't know being vulnerable is not very hard for me in music in terms of music right. um, because I just pick up my mind in that moment and then people just listen to it and relate to it and I feel like each person you know um, they have their own story yeah. their own vulnerabilities and whatever and like I don't know music music maybe is like kind of a wall you know it's like how to say like it's or or like not a wall but even like a bridge so you don't need to be like straight up vulnerable and like i don't need to tell you my story you know but while making the song i will just know that that person will hear it they will Mm -hmm. understand it but we don't need to talk about it you know it's just yeah Mm -hmm. but i don't i don't really um think about listener in a way that oh they will um, not be able to relate relate it or not or will judge me or whatever or will think that it's just too much too vulnerable I don't know I don't yeah
1: you also said a little earlier that um, like when you write these songs you don't think they're ever gonna be shown even to anyone I think you said like you kind of write with the inten- intention of them just just serving like your feelings and in the best way that you can like i don't know i just think more of just on a note like that's really cool that you it's like so much more personal and like intimate to not really expect that they would be shown so i feel like it can give you more freedom in the writing process probably Mm -hmm. you know i
2: would like that to be completely true but it's Mm -hmm. like not 100% 100% true because I still, you know, get conscious about the fact that maybe, potentially, it will be released. So, of course, I'm just thinking a little bit, you know, about how it will sound. But, um, yeah, for the most part, I'm trying to just disconnect from that yeah. little voice. Yeah,
0: yeah. That that's a challenge as well. Yes, Especially once you've challenge. done releases and you're like, and people would talk to you about it. And you're like, this is actually kind of like not very comfortable. I need to figure out i'm going to navigate this yeah situation
1: yeah do you feel like when you're performing your songs i mean have you have you been performing your songs live at all lately <laughs> um
2: lately no but i well back in lithuania i would perform from time to time so like um i really am looking forward to performing a bit more here yeah and you're probably wanting to expand
1: like into more of a digital, like accompaniment, like bigger production on stage, probably too. Um, is that something you want people to, you want more people to help you with that? Or do you wanna like maybe do that on your own, like looping stuff live or something on stage? I would definitely
2: like some people. Um, And for the past year I was, um, I really learned that, People are very essential, um, and you cannot be great at everything at your own. So like on your own. Yeah, so yeah, team is definitely very helpful. I am currently trying to just uh, form a little maybe band and have for my live performances. I'm thinking about having some live performers. I don't know a drummer, a guitar player, a bass player, and then also a playback so that would be cool (laughs) (laughs) i guess like when talking about like
1: because we're talking about your future plans with performing do you have any other goals right now for your music like um are you doing any promotion other than this podcast for this new release and um yeah i just wanted to know like your next steps with the release and then also how that relates with where you're going from there
2: yes So um, I guess promotion in general is a little bit hard for me because I don't I don't really have like uh, a label or whatever, you know, independent. Unsigned. Unsigned. (laughs) But yeah, Um, but I am trying to pitch myself to some Blogs and news article, new, new arti- news articles in Lithuania and then um, playlisting, of course, you yeah. know, and yeah, opportunities like this one. Um, maybe some open mics. I am also thinking about going to them. And afterwards, after this whole thing is done, I am currently working on an EP. <laughs> what? Yeah, so for the EP... Um, I um I will be inviting a couple of artists to join me and just make it make it a little bit spicier. <laughs>
1: is there a name or a concept for this EP,
2: or is it a secret? Um, uh, yeah, it's it's still like very fresh, I guess. Okay, there's just yeah. a couple of demos in mind. Right, but yeah, um, you, yeah, you have
0: specific people you want to work with for it. Yeah, there's a
2: couple. Know? There's a couple of uh, people that. Already set. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yes. are you, when are you trying to get that kind of out by? I guess mm. it's maybe yeah. Um, What's the goal?
2: The goal, the ultimate goal, would be like half a year, because maybe I will do music video if mm-hmm. we have enough time and resources. Yeah. But um, yeah, this is like a bigger project for now, and mm-hmm. it's just like a very start of, start of it. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you, um, what
1: is your dream role in the industry? I know you said um, that you really want to be like mainly a singer, a songwriter, and like be the artist, like play that role. But like, what would be your dream role in the industry? Where would you be? Where would you be working? What would you be doing? Would you be here? Would you be in Lithuania? Yeah. Um, I'm so curious.
2: So... I never really planned on, like specifically planned to go overseas, but I guess it kind of pulled me there a little bit. And I am in Berlin. It just happened. I never planned to be in Berlin. But um, since it happened, I am definitely thinking about just exploring different places and, um, you know, making my own network uh, in different countries, I guess, and for the role, um, of course, yeah, singer, songwriter, producer, what I am doing now, but, like, the ultimate place to be, I try not to think about it too much, Um, I'm just, like, my main, the way I view it's, like, I want to be at the best point that I can be, you know, <laughs> like specifically, I don't know where will it be and where will it lead, but like, um, we'll see. <laughs> well, that's a great answer. And, and like
1: to kind of add to that, uh, would you be open to, cause you said you also wanted to be the producer role, not only for your own songs, but would you be down for like producing for other people, having your name just be in the production credits, or is that something that maybe for later? Not so focused on. Um,
2: I wouldn't mind, but I probably won't focus on that. Um, because I think my productions, they will always have <laughs> kind of my sound, you know? Yeah. And I, um, and yeah, I want to keep that sound for me. And then also, besides that thing, it's just that. If I'm focusing on being an artist, then I guess it's better for me to spend more time on writing my own stuff. Um, for other people, maybe eventually I will do like mixing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's when yeah, the production is just like, it takes a lot of creativity from you. And I would like to put that creativity in my songs, probably. Yeah.
1: Nice seems like the songwriting is more of a, of a priority, which is, yeah. which is yes, awesome yes. and yeah.
0: Just thinking of going, building that international network, is there a genre that is like outside of electronic, outside of pop that interests you, but feels like very disconnected where you're like, I don't know, this is like reggaeton or like Jamaican dub or something random where you're like, <laughs> I, I'm curious, but it's so far away that I don't know mm. how you would bridge that gap. Or anything like that.
2: I don't think there's like, I don't think any genre that I like is too far. Maybe the furthest one would be techno. (laughs) You know, it's just because it's It's very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like upbeat and whatever, but it's still electronic. So, (laughs) but um, yeah. One very random one, I guess, was I was when I was fifteen, I was very interested in K-pop. Right. (laughs) Back in the day. It's
0: a good. It's a good time for that. To be Mm -hmm. fair, there's kind of people finally headlining, like K-pop groups finally headlining um, like festivals and stuff yeah. further west, which is kind of yeah starting to happen now.
1: But you don't feel like that influences your music at all? Like maybe mm. the maybe the really catchy melodies perhaps? Oh, I actually,
2: I do not. I, well, once again, I, I probably got influence from everything that I listened to at some point. But um, but i wouldn't say that k-pop is necessarily <laughs> that yeah i don't
0: i don't hear it, no, I, hear I, it I don't either
2: but i was
1: just wondering i mean sometimes yeah. in those early years of like development you know the angsty right like <laughs> but sometimes um, those things can creep your way into
2: right but i was like in into k-pop and then eventually it turned into Korean R and B, and then into R and B. Do you have any
0: recommendations for Korean R and B? (laughs) Because I I know nothing about this. I'm so curious.
2: That's actually like the coolest. Oh, I (laughs) have what. I have like a whole playlist that I made when I was 16 year old, years old. I can forward it
1: Amazing. to you. Yeah, That's great. I would love
2: some Korean
1: R&B. Let's yes. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing.
0: I, I do hear the... I mean, I don't hear <coughs> K-pop influence in music at all, but no, I do I don't hear the either. R&B influence a bit, mm. like in the chord choices, mm-hmm. the melodies still vo- feel very like electropop. Well, yeah. pop, electric. Yes, yes. But the yeah chord choices, you can definitely hear it. Yes,
1: the R&B chords, for sure. Also for the focus, uh, single you put out, well, your first one last year. Um, so for that, you kind of had like some promotion stuff. I just remember seeing that, um, and like your rollout with that song. Um, and then, um, like, how do you feel like your, uh, like marketing, I guess, has differed for each single. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're probably going to have, when you release the list. The lithuanian the song lithuanian you had a lot more of an audience back home mm-hmm. um so then i'm just wondering like how was the promotion different from yeah. each kind of
2: um i guess um during the focus thing the sticker idea it was just like very random and i just thought Oh, you know what? I need some stickers. And I don't know if it did anything, but right. I just really like stickers. No, it's cool because I see it all around <laughs>
1: Berlin. That's the fun part. Oh, I'm always yeah. like, wait, oh my gosh, I know her. So that's always kind yeah, of it's
0: cool. cool a it's, yeah, and it's, it's you kind know of fun. Like, oh.
2: Yeah. Oh, I got, I got like a few messages from my friends just going to some random bars and like going to a bathroom, and, just, and they're like, yeah. oh, oh, I see you. <laughs> But yeah, um, it was just fun putting them everywhere around and um, I still think that promotion, the main promotion is like just promoting on Instagram yeah. and...
0: Um, I mean, it's the biggest audience you're going to get and it's also very easy compared to doing like more kind of around the city type yes, stuff. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Are you also doing TikTok at all? Um, uh. I know. <laughs> well, hey. we say Instagram is like the best, but oh, TikTok, TikTok yes, is slowly being
2: uh, like, yeah, TikTok is leaving it in the dust. TikTok is amazing for promotion, and yeah. for this uh, when you lie song, I am planning to make some TikToks, even though I don't even have TikTok. Um, I tried it maybe once in my life, yeah. and. I don't know. I just didn't get into it. Yeah.
0: Um, I had the same experience where the first time I downloaded it, I was like, this is so weird and different. Yeah, I, and don't... I don't like it. Yeah.
2: I don't know why and how, but I just didn't get into it. But It'll
0: get you. It will get it me. Will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it'll
2: catch up. As a
1: tool for artists, it's. really amazing it's incredible but as a tool for like a young adult person whose brain isn't developed yet i think it's unless you have like a clear plan like a posting plan and like discipline it would be so easy just for it to fade into like a personal account for you know just scrolling all day oh yes i feel like the distractions nowadays are so abundant like it is so easy to be distracted okay so then how do you find time to really make and create in this mm-hmm. like, super busy world with so many distractions yeah <laughs> i don't know do you have any like <laughs> i know there's like the pomodoro method
2: or
0: like, oh, yes. like there's the like pomodoro oh my god <laughs>
1: i tried it <laughs> like but, setting a timer oh, but I don't know. that's not I never... the
2: pomodoro pom- the, the, the the thing you i you know about it though. i know about it okay thank I, you I, so but, but <laughs> god the pomodoro method. <laughs> But I only use it for studying. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, for Fair. for music, um, it just happens, you know. Um, I don't necessarily feel inspired all the time, but I definitely have these ups and downs. I really, really noticed like them. Just sometimes not creating at all, and sometimes being so driven that I make I don't know. One one go. Yes, yeah. so. I always try to, like in my mind, kind of force myself a little bit to just at least sit down and do something. But um, eventually, there are times where I'm more productive, there are times where I'm less productive.
0: Like, that's a good sign, though, that you don't have to like sit down with a timer and be like, I'm going to do this now. Mm-hmm. It's a good indication that you really do enjoy doing it. And you don't have to, it's not like a labor so much.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of artists, true like artists, artists work that way. You know we have the like the fluctuations mm-hmm. yeah um of like you know those mm-hmm. heavy heavy work like time periods and yes. then when you're kind of like getting the inspiration yeah soaking in everything yeah um, yeah
0: and you can focus on the boring stuff like the tiktok promotion yeah, and yeah. <laughs> just focus and on that later tick yeah.
1: TikTok <laughs> is just so crazy uh but for this single you're gonna be doing that which is kind of yeah i think cool.
2: it it would be Kind of like dumb not to use the opportunity since like it's very uh, relevant right now and it's very easy to get um, seen on TikTok. I guess there's I must try it at least, you know. And you
0: conveniently have some video clips now from this, hopefully, and from the video which is like looks great. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, nice. I've seen like some yeah. uh, video snippets and it looks so good. It's got like this like neon light vibe, which is like, I feel like also consistent with your artist image. Like, I don't know, that like R&B, like, I don't know, like a dark like, yeah, yeah, night yeah. with like a neon like, light little sign or something. It's cool.
0: Yeah, it looks the like visually looks really, really great. I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but yeah. Soon. <laughs> no, Soon.
2: Right? Wait, is do you have a date? Right? Yes, it will be November third, and I guess
0: this same day is this when is then, dropping. Yeah. Yeah. the same S- day, almost as if it were planned. Oh my goodness! Yeah, crazy. No we way. Can say that are like magic. Is it dropping midnight of the Friday, or is it during the day on the?
2: It is seven p.m.
0: Seven p.m. <laughs> okay. like so, so same as this as well, which that actually, really? wasn't, actually wasn't planned, but yeah. Wait, no way. That's perfect. <laughs> So it's out now and you can find it.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. out now. Go listen and check out the the video as well. Yep. The music that video. is, yeah, super, super cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of, like, a lot of new stuff. Especially a whole video, like, so much work and so much, like, so much effort's gone into that. And it's cool to have, like, a whole a whole new part of the, I mean, career, I guess, as well, but the yes. creative experience as a yes. whole. Like, this is a development on my creation and then your also brand as well, which is kind of a a bit of a gross way to like approach it, I guess. But
2: yeah, but but it's also also valid. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I mean I, I would just say that um the process of creating the music video, it was like such a new thing for me. And I really, really enjoyed it, you know, and I was like I would love to make a bunch of those, <laughs> once again. Yeah, it's like more uh, like different kind of creativity, you know, not only focus on music, but on the it's visuals. It's cool as well, because
0: I feel like they're fading out a little bit. I feel like there was a there was a real peak of it, music videos and now we see like less of them, especially with the, especially really creative ones. Like there's only a few I can think of in the last few couple of years that have been like impressive music videos. I don't know.
1: I mean, I think people's attention spans are just getting shorter and shorter. And oh yes, um, but don't don't
0: woofy. cater to it no, though. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's the the cool <laughs> thing. The like I feel yeah. like
1: that's the challenge nowadays. Like, let's create something with a storyline that you kind of like just thought out and planned, and really I don't know. Instead of just a quick little snippet with nothing more, it, it's cool that you went through this whole process despite you know you know even if it's hard or if it's a ton and ton of work you know super super
0: cool you kind of see that weird this short attention span and like focus on really specific things with the steve lacy stuff i don't know if you've seen that recently Uh, his performances were obviously because he went viral on tiktok with two songs that those videos of the crowd singing the whole like for the chorus part they'll sing it and then just like dead
2: and he'll be like sing
0: it guys and hold the mic out it'll be like no sound
2: Oh no yeah, it's
0: really weird i don't know but his, his tickets were also like 200 euros so i don't know. he's not think sweating it either right <laughs> yeah yeah he's, he's,
1: he's not doing poorly right now
0: don't know what the right approach to that is where you're like how am i gonna try to stick with this kind of long form content but also still try to cultivate a real fan base
1: mm-hmm. yeah like do you want your songs i think there's a big question like do you want your songs to go viral or do you want to build like a, you know, very organic, slow fan base? Um,
2: I think even with the song going viral, viral, you will get some organic fans too. Yeah. So it, it always, it, there's like no, um, not too much of a downside with it, I guess. Yeah. But I definitely prioritize just, you know, Going step by step, not not skipping anything, yeah. just uh, getting um, my community around me. More than and, yeah, and trying
0: to. Yeah, I think that's a good way to be sustainable as well. Like, and not be kind of rise immediately and then just kind of be dropped. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess there's no right way to do it either. You know, I think every artist is. It,
2: it just different. happens how
0: it happens. Yeah. Ho- it hopefully happens. That's Hope another hopefully the fear that as well. Yeah. Where it's, I think, so enticing to be like, I'm going to write this song, like the ABCDFU song, where it's like, I'm going to write this to go viral. But oh, that's so. There is a level of like, it's very enticing to do that because it's such an easy way to get somewhere. But then there's some discipline to focusing on creative vision and trying to grow something authentic.
1: Yeah. But it's also just so random these days. Like, what becomes. You know, I mean, I think of Steve Lacey's song and I, I look at it on the charts of like on the pop charts and it's up there as like number one right now. And, it, you know, I think it's like uh, everything else is like bubblegum or like like not bubblegum pop, but like literally this crazy yeah. auto-tune, crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. like instrumental stuff. And then there's him, you know? So it's that's really just yeah. such an You odd... will never
2: know what people love, <laughs> you yeah. know? It's like you can guess it, but eventually
0: another good reason not to focus on it i yes. guess
2: so mm-hmm. yeah i also love how we keep on saying focus and it's the name mm-hmm. of <laughs> it's kind
1: of awesome yeah yeah focus 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 yeah. go listen. listen out now yes <laughs> because, i don't know you also needed the like leading up to this um to this release you know all of the background of you and and getting to know you as like an, an artist mm-hmm. which is really yeah, really cool that's the goal yeah super cool
0: well, that's maybe a good place to stop it. And yeah.
1: yeah. Like, thank you so much for um, coming on our first podcast. Yeah. Kicking Episode it off. Episode one. Episode number one. Um, <laughs> that was anything, a pleasure. Yeah. It's yes. like, great having you and yeah. super, super cool. Is there anything else like? Other than just saying go stream, yeah exactly and- go stream when you like. It yeah, will be
0: in the description as well. We'll link yes. everything and make yes. sure it's easy to and get to.
1: Maybe we'll even link the K-pop, no, the K R and B, the sure. Korean uh, R and B playlist as uh, well. Amazing. Sixteen-year-old Guada made. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, <laughs> no. But uh, go, li- go listen, go watch, and thank you for being yes. here. Thank, thank you. you very much. Yeah, awesome.